Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all, all over social media. We go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, hopefully Twitter at some point soon. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, but also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for us and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness, one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. Wilson County Hyundai, for your next ride, hit them up. Make them a, car, a part of your car buying process by going to wilsoncountyhyundai.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Real quick, before we dive into this, because I did see uh, a comment asking, uh, Steven says, what's the latest on the King, on Derrick Henry? Well, Mike Vrabel said before the bye week, before they parted uh, ways for the bye week on Monday, that he's been in the facility uh, getting some training done, you know, whatever that rehab process looks like with his foot surgery, that he's been in the facility. Uh, and the plan is, Zach, is that we will have a Doc Talk update on Derrick Henry's foot next Tuesday, the 14th, which would be exactly six weeks from the surgery. Uh, so hopefully that that's the opening of the six to 10 week period, right? So we'll talk to doc, Dr. Watson from the bone and joint Institute, uh, next week about, uh, what that might look like. So some housekeeping there, but I mean, well, uh, to add on that, and I think Titans fans would like to know this is, uh, from some of the things that I do know is Derek Henry has consistently been in the facility ever since he was got kind of back after surgery. Uh, you know, some players choose to rehab with at home or away from the facility. From what I know is he's consistently been there, been around his teammates, and so that hasn't wavered. So I, I actually, I do like that. In the midst of a season, I think in the offseason, you can kind of do what you want. Yeah. But I think in the midst of a season, especially with his importance and, and role to the team, I think being around the players and giving them, now it hasn't helped them the last two games before the bye week, but it, it does, I think, give them a sense of optimism that this season is far from over and they still have a chance to achieve their ultimate goal, which is to go to and win the Super Bowl. No doubt, no doubt. So let's dive into the two ways the Titans are big winners uh, when it comes to their bye week yesterday. <clears throat> and it's not the fact that nobody else got hurt. That's awesome, right? Nobody else got hurt. Nobody went on IR on Saturday for the first time in what feels like three months. Uh, and so it's a very quiet bye week, which is well, way- well. So I, I we gotta wait till the dust settles because everybody's got to be smart in the bye week because everybody leaves, right? That's true. A pop of Rabel can't make sure that you're you know tucked in bed at ten a or ten p.m. So I, I'm not saying anything happened, but, but, no, but there was no email that said from Robbie Bourne on Saturday that said the Titans moved somebody to injured reserve. Fair, right? So th- so that's good. So the timeline of the health, we all know this. Julio would be eligible to come off IR this week. Same with Dane Cruikshank. Got to wait another week for Bud Dupree. Wait two more weeks for A.J. Brown and Chris Jackson. And then we just kind of talked about Derrick Henry. But a good thing is the non-IR guys with McNichols, Maven, Long, Evans, Davis, Adaney, Tart, Rice, Hudson. Those guys, uh, we'll kind of find out more as the week of practice gets going. Mike Vrabel talks to the media later on this morning uh, for the first time since the bye week. But two ways the Titans won yesterday. The obvious one is the Baltimore Ravens go down to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, we I've been saying that I've been out on this Steelers team because of Ben Roethlisberger for really the entire season, and Adam Schefter reported that this could be 
the last year in Pittsburgh for Big Ben, and they go out there and get get a big win over a, a, a division rival at home. Huge, right? Because the Ravens have already had their bye week. They are at eight and three going into yesterday. And if they win against the Steelers, who are a middle of the pack team, and we'll talk about them and, and their wild card hopes a little later on the show, but in Pittsburgh is always tough. <clears throat> the Titans have to go there in two Sundays. And so the, the Steelers being able to come from behind and get that win over the Ravens to knock everybody back down to eight and four just could not cannot be understated of how important that is because the Titans don't play the Ravens. There's no head-to-head opportunity for a tiebreaker there. So just a massive, massive thing for that two-point conversion call by, by Harbaugh. I loved it. It was a great play call. The Steelers got just enough pressure on Lamar Jackson to force an early inaccurate throw, and the Steelers survive in a great ending of that game. A low-scoring game, but a fantastic end to it. So massive win for the Titans. That puts the Titans at second in the AFC behind the New England Patriots who play tonight. So win number one of the bye week was the Ravens going down to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, and you've seen some ups and downs from the Ravens, right? Like you've seen that this year, just like you've seen from every team. I mean, this is the NFL, especially in the AFC, and we'll talk about that. But, you know, the I put at the bottom of the screen, snakes in the grass, and we'll talk about the Colts, the Steelers, and the Chargers. But the Steelers, you got to watch out for because they've got a good head coach. They've got a good defense. I, I don't doubt that they have an aging quarterback, and I know how you feel about Ben Roethlisberger, but – he he consistently in his career finds a way to win. Like that is a characteristic of Ben Roethlisberger led Steeler teams, right? In in crazy ways. And I thought yesterday was a, another one of those where uh, it came down to the final play, as you said. I I actually I, I I always I probably don't go for two in that situation. John Harbaugh usually does though, so yes. I I can't doubt that 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 is his personality. He's an aggressive head coach, but that's a big win for the Steelers because and if you're watching the broadcast, Tony Romo was saying mm-hmm. this throughout the course of the second half. If the Steelers lose, they're done. They're 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 done. Their season's over. And so that was a massive play for Pittsburgh, and it brings another team down in Baltimore, and another team up in this packed AFC. Oh, the AFC is slammed. I told Zach uh, on our pre-show conversation while we were planning is that there are 13 AFC teams within two and a half games of each other. You know, from the Patriots at number one for right now, uh, before they play tonight, the Dolphins are six and seven in the 13th slot. Like there there are two and a half games separates 13 teams, which is absolutely bonkers uh, as we're in the first week of December here uh, in the NFL for the AFC race. Okay, so the first big win, obviously the Ravens going down. We'll talk about the second big win for the Ste- uh, for the Titans uh, on their bye week here in a second. Uh, health is always massive, and uh, you always got to make sure you know where to go to get healthy, and that's trusting the folks at the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know who to trust, know who to go to, boneandjointtn.org. Guess what? They just opened a brand new Brentwood location today. So congratulations to the Bone & Joint Institute. You can get them in Franklin, where they do everything right there in their Franklin facility or their Nolansville Clinic, their Brentwood Clinic. So congrats again to the Bone & Joint Institute, growing and growing and growing 
Uh, so boneandjointtn.org is where to go. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM, our friends over there. You can get in on the action by going to your app store, downloading the app today, promo code ATOZ Sports. But tonight, because it's Monday, BetMGM's hooking you up. ATOZ200. That's no spaces. That's ATOZ200. For a $10 money line wager, win $200 if either team scores a touchdown for new users. So use that promo code ATOZ200 tonight exclusively for A to Z sports users. Download the app today. All right, so the Ravens going down. They are now eight and four. Uh, the Titans eight and four. The Patriots eight and four before tonight against the Bills. And the Chiefs do beat the Broncos. And the Chiefs are eight and four. Uh, and they are on on fire. The Colts do win, and they are now seven and six. But the Titans do have that tiebreaker. So Zach, the second win of. Uh, yesterday for the Titans on their bye week. Not nearly as big as the Ravens loss, but another team that's not on the Titans schedule that could have been vying for a one seed in the AFC loses. And they are not a part of the 8-4 and four group, but the Bengals just getting smoked by the Chargers at home is a victory for the Titans. That is a good thing because... Uh, you know, I always like if I'm the Titans and you're going into this last stretch of the season, the last quarter of the season, is that you want to be able to have as many tiebreakers over teams vying for that top spot as possible. And so the Bengals being down at now seven and five helps out because the Titans, uh, <clears throat> the both teams they won't play lost yesterday in the Ravens and the Bengals. They've got the tiebreakers we know over the, the Bills, Chiefs, and Colts and they don't have the tiebreaker over the Patriots, and the, and the Patriots have a tough schedule coming up. So it's not as big of a, of a win, but, man, a, a really good thing for the Titans that the Bengals go down yesterday. They're at 7-5, and five, so it eliminates another team from that number one seed conversation. For now, at least. Not eliminate completely, but for now, moves the Bengals out of this conversation. Well, I mean, we knew this is – I mean, the, the breakdown of of the entire AFC is pretty simple. You get a, a two-horse race in the AFC East. That will be a showdown tonight. They also play again, Pats and Bills. The Titans, the, it's a race to three, right? We talked about it. It has to have a combination, Colts, Titans, either three wins by the Titans, two wins and one loss by the Colts, two loss, one win by the Titans. Whatever that is, that's the race to three. And then you've got a jumbled AFC West and AFC North. The because they're And they have a lot more divisional games. I mean, the NFL is smart. Yep. They yep. set this thing up in the back half of the season to play divisional opponents. The Titans, they still have to play divisional opponents, but yeah. their divisional opponents suck. I mean, they're not good. The, the, and, and let the, me add to this. Congratulations to the Houston Texans for being the first team in the NFL eliminated from the playoffs officially. So congratulations. Well, that, uh, that, that, that actually uh, makes it worse. That loss to the Titans just makes it worse to yes. say, what the hell was going on? Why do you lose to Tyrod Taylor, who got yanked yesterday, yeah. when the Colts were absolutely dominating them? Like the Titans should have at home. That... Look, the Jets, that's a bad loss. The Texans is the worst loss of the season so far. You cannot do that. And Mike Vrabel's team didn't come to play that week. And ultimately, it could come and bite you back in the uh, in the butt. I mean, 
that race to three would have been a race to two if they would have beaten the Texans. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, and and the, and the Titans would be nine and three and in first place as they Darrell. should be. Yeah, they should be, I and mean, that's what hurt. That's what hurt so bad is not that you're eight and four at the bye week. It's that you should have been nine and three because you gave the terrible Texans uh, their second one of the season. And I will say because the Titans play the Texans in Houston the last week of the season, the Texans still, even though they're the first team eliminated from playoff contention, the one and ten and one Lions are yet to be eliminated from the playoffs in the NFC. <laughs> so uh, so there's still a chance for the Lions, if you're talking about that. But the Texans still have work to do. The Texans are still the third pick in the draft. So the Texans still don't want to keep winning games because they'll, they'll be able to fight and battle for that one pick if they still want it in Week 18 because the Lions and the Jags right now are still higher in the draft order than the Houston. Because we're on these topics, I have two things. First okay. of all, notoriously the Titans play the Texans in the final game of the season. Notoriously that game is close. It is, it is not very often. I feel like uh, just a complete and utter blowout from first to fourth quarter, the tight tight are the, the Texans somehow hang around the other thing. And Corey brought it up from yesterday. He says, congrats to the lions on their first win. What yeah. a game and, and a drive by Jared Goff. I've seen mixed things on Twitter on the internet, which is not surprising. That's what the internet is. You know, some say, I mean, it's one win. This is your only win. Like, come on. It's this late in the season. Or is it, should you celebrate like they did uh, because of that game winning play? And I watched that. That was I watched that on the plane or whenever it was. I remember watching that final play. That was the last play that I watched. Yeah. And uh, what do you think? Uh, it was the the first win for Jared Goff without Sean McVay as his head coach. So, but what do you think about the celebration? I mean, like, I, I mean, is it justified care. or is it like, bro, you're it's, this late in the season, you win one game? But it's the first win for the head coach, so like, I, I don't really don't care. Like, congratulations, go ahead and celebrate the win. It was dramatic. If it, it was a last second win, so celebrate like it's a last second win. What's wrong with celebrating victories? I don't care. Go. It, they might not have another win of the season to so celebrate the damn win. I don't, why not? I'm Why should you not have that. fun? Do, well, you, do you disagree? Because because their record's not fun. So <laughs> that's why. So 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 celebrate the fun things. <laughs> if you if you've been through hell for the last three and a half months and you get a small victory, make it bigger. I don't have a problem with it. It's Dan Campbell's first win as a head coach. They've been close a lot. They've had some heartbreaking losses. So, and it was a last second win. So go celebrate it like you had a last second. And I, I think that I think justifies it is if you've watched any of the Lions game this season, which not many people have, they have they've had some tough losses. Every team in the NFL, though, has tough losses. It's the NFL. That's why the spreads are three, two and a half, one, and so on. So, uh, but I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and by the way, the Houston Texans, somebody asked, isn't the uh, Texans draft pick the Dolphins pick? No, the Houston Texans do have their own pick in the first round this year, and right now would be the third pick in the draft, I believe, behind Detroit and behind Jacksonville. Anyway, so all right, let's go ahead uh, and talk about this first question that we want to get you guys more involved and really dive into this AFC number one seed topic is who do you think has the best chance to get the AFC's one seed in the playoffs right now. We've got five teams involved. We'll throw up a graphic to make it easier on everybody. But who do you think has the best chance to get the one seed in the AFC 
as of right now. But first, Zach, I'll let you tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride this holiday season. They've got you covered when it comes to selection, whether it's the Palisade, their full-size SUV, or a sedan like the Sonata or the Elantra. They also have a smaller-size SUV like the Santa Fe. They've got uh, hybrids. They, I mean, they really have it all. So if you're getting or thinking about getting a new vehicle for this holiday season for you, your wife, your kids, whoever, your family, Wilson County Hyundai is the place to go. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up. Mention A to Z Sports. They'll probably hit, hit, sprinkle a little bit better of a deal this holiday season. And don't forget, download the BetMGM app. Had a nice parlay win yesterday in the early window in the NFL. Also hit that Colts uh, first half, minus four and a half over the Texans. Missed my Cardinals Bears under, but that's okay. Hit two out of three, including that parlay. So overall winner at BetMGM. Download the app. And tonight, for new users, if you use our code ATOZ200, that's ATOZ200, when you make your first deposit, you put a $10 wager tonight on the money line. Either team, regardless of the outcome of your money line wager, you will win $200 in free bets. If either team scores a touchdown, that's probably going to happen. Patriots, Bills tonight. So you've got that covered there. Use that code ATOZ200. $10 money line wager on either team tonight wins you 200 bucks when either team scores a touchdown. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee for gambling prompt support. Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. Here live on a Monday asking you guys, who has the best chance to win the one seed in the AFC right now? There are five uh, weeks left, and I guess tonight with Patriots-Bills, big game, plus five more weeks left. So here is the order of these five teams right now. The Patriots are sitting in the one spot, the Titans on a bye week in the two spot because the Ravens at three lost yesterday. The Chiefs are our winners. Now they are still in the four spot at eight and four. And then the Bills are that top wildcard spot at seven and four. But with tonight, uh, they could make things a lot more interesting with the AFC East battle. So one through five, is it right there? All teams have four losses before tonight's game against the Patriots and Bills. So right now, who do you think has the best chance to get that number one seed, Zach? So I like this question because it's before tonight's game, yes. right? We don't know the outcome, but you, Austin, and everybody in the chat. We're bitching and moaning, coming at my ass, talking about the Chiefs like four or five weeks ago. The Chiefs are the most dangerous team in football right now. It's not the Colts because the Titans have their two tie breaks. The Chiefs' schedule also is easier than all the other ones. The Bills still have to play the Patriots twice. The Patriots still have to play the Bills twice, plus the Colts. The Ravens have to go through more of the AFC North. I think the Kansas City Chiefs, who are 8-4 and four and are winners of five in a row, ever since they lost to the Titans, they haven't, they haven't lost. They've reeled off wins against the Giants, Packers, Raiders, Cowboys, and Broncos last night. And here's the thing. The reason why the Chiefs, I think, are the correct answer, they play the Raiders, the Chargers, the Steelers, the Bengals, and the Broncos. That's their last five games. All of those are winnable. They have the best quarterback. I think Patrick Mahomes, he's not playing like at the MVP clip no. that we've seen him, but he's still an unbelievable quarterback with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, right? That And and an unbelievable head coach. 
a Super Bowl winning mentality. I think it's the Chiefs because I think all of the other teams, as you point out on your graphic that you uh, posted Mm -hmm. up, Mm -hmm. is Mac Jones, they have a tough schedule, inexperienced quarterback. Lamar Jackson, he's been up and down, and so has the Baltimore Ravens throughout the course of the year. They have a tough schedule. The Titans, they're hurt. I mean, they don't have their players. And their best player is not coming back until the end of the season. Then you've got the Bills who have kind of been in flux where, man, they should be a lot better than they are. You lose to the Jags. What's going on with that? They haven't played. They've played really efficient at times and really bad at times. So my answer is the Kansas City Chiefs because I think that they have the most uh, favorable schedule to end the season and they're playing good football with one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. Yeah, so you mentioned the schedule, though. Like, you just rattle off the, the Chiefs' schedule. Raiders, Chargers, Steelers, Bengals, Broncos. Look, I, I think, think all of they, them are winnable. They're all winnable. I think the but Chiefs they, may be favored in all of them. <laughs> I mean, they're at L.A., which it does not – and they they got the Steelers at home. So, and they're at Cincinnati, which, you know, we just saw the Chargers just blew them out. So, look, they just beat the Broncos handily. The Broncos win at, in week 18 is going to happen, right? But I bet and, you they'll and, be favored in every single one of those games. Sure, but they were favored against the Titans. Didn't mean shit. And they were favored against what? Against, uh, well, they've the won five straight. You were, you, that's all you were talking no, 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 all no. that noise however many I'm weeks just, ago. And where are the Chiefs now, Bucko? They're, they're, you went, they're still you behind went crazy. the Titans. You Zach. went crazy when I said the Chiefs a couple, a few weeks because ago. Because they're still behind the Titans. The Titans can't, they don't have players, dude. Right. They Zach. just lost when, to the Texans. Okay. At the time we asked that question, it was who is the biggest threat to the Titans for the one seed? You said the Chiefs, who are still because behind of the them Titans. doing what they've just done. I'm, I'm, I'm talking now. You, I, let me talk. At that time, the Chiefs were, you said the Chiefs who are, are still behind the Titans after winning five in a row. They're still behind the Titans. I said the Ravens, who were just the number one seed until yesterday until they lost. And the last I checked, the Ravens are still ahead of the Chiefs. So the Chiefs lost so many games early that they're, look, they're climbing out of the hole. They are dangerous. Because let me add to what you're saying here. Hold on. Let me add to what you're saying here. The year the Chiefs won the damn Super Bowl, what was their last loss? In Nashville against the Titans. <laughs> and so it's shaping up to look like the Chiefs are right going to, they're going to be in there in January. Where they get the one seed or not. But they, they do have a tough schedule because like the Chargers are good. The Chargers are dangerous. The Steelers are, are tough. And the Bengals are Jekyll and Hyde. The Bengals could be a 20-point a win or a shootout. And Joe Burrow and 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 company puts up a bunch of points against the Chiefs. But here's the difference, Austin, is when we asked that, I looked at the schedule. And I don't think you did because the Ravens, I we, we listed off who the Chiefs have in their last five. The Ravens still have to play the Packers, the Rams, and the Steelers. Like, out of those five games, those are three. I mean, you got two tops in the NFC teams. So uh, that's why I believe I'm correct. And look, uh, Jose coming in here, and you can criticize me all you want. I mean, that's kind of the show. I, I don't care. Is Zach a Titans reporter slash fan or a Chiefs bandwagoner? Uh, no, I, I, I tell you straight facts, homie, or Jose. That's what I do. I don't care. I don't have a bias, unless it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which we really don't talk about. I, it's not about me being a Titans fan or trying to, to, to 
prop up the Titans. I call it like I see it. When they suck against the Texans and they lose to the worst team in the AFC at the time, I call them out. When they have great wins against the Bills and the Chiefs and are on a four-game winning streak, I, I give them uh, praise. But th that's not how this works. I said, because my opinion, I was asked a question three or four weeks ago. I said, the Kansas City Chiefs and you guys and I'm, mm -hmm. uh, you people in the chat mm -hmm. laughed in my face and Austin doubled down. And I remember me thinking, wow, he's really taking this to heart because of how wild you went. Now, look what happened. The Chiefs are doing exactly what I told you that they would do, and they have the most favorable schedule out of the teams because of the Titans' injuries. I, I, I yeah. think the Titans have a very favorable schedule. The Titans have the most favorable favorable schedule, but they don't the have the players. It, yes, yeah, the injuries make it more difficult. We know that. We've talked about the injuries a lot. Now, Josh says the Chiefs will lose three more games. He's calling it. Look, you can call it. I, I don't know about that, but <clears throat> somebody just said that the Chiefs' defense still sucks. No, 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 no. The Chiefs' defense does not suck. If, if, if there's one thing that's turned around about the Chiefs, it is the defense. Because in this five-game winning streak, look, they beat the Giants by three. They did not look good whatsoever being the Giants, but they got that win. They beat the Packers by six, 13-7. That was the Aaron Rodgers COVID game. And so th that was, you know, they got there. They held the Raiders at 14, the Cowboys at nine, the Broncos at nine. So in these five wins, they've held four of the teams under 14 points, uh, and then the Giants scored 17 in a win. So the defense is playing well. Where I think you can question the Chiefs is the consistency of their offense and being able to put up numbers. And, I don't and think that's the what Chiefs are as good as they were. I just no. think that they are playing a lot better. They're well coached. They've got a great quarterback, and their 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 schedule works out well. Like they're in a better spot than the Titans are, even though the Titans have the tie break, because Brian Tannehill doesn't have anybody to throw to. Yeah. And we've we've seen when he doesn't have that. I don't know what Julio Jones is gonna be be like when he comes back. Every time that guy comes back, he says he's good, he feels good, and then he gets out there and feels bad. Like uh, right. So I I I I I don't something gets I, tight. I am more I'm more favorable for AJ Brown's return and coming back and being productive than Julio Jones because Julio Jones is struggling with a hamstring. There's a reason why they call you hamstrung is you can't shake it. And I I, I think it was the right move for the Titans to just sit his ass down for a month. They did. We'll see what happens. But Josh Reynolds is making plays in Detroit. He's not in a, in a Titans uniform, yeah, and Josh they don't have Reynolds. guys that know what to do. Yes, Josh Reynolds is making plays in Detroit for one of the for the worst team in football. So it's different than not being able to crack the roster and the opening game day roster uh, at the time. The Titans match. wide receivers and tight ends aren't making plays. You, you can't do analysis like that. Like retro. I, I just did. What are you talking you about? You didn't watch the sense. Detroit game. Did, did I, you watch the plays that he made? Yes, I did. I saw the plays that he made. But Zach, you can't say, oh, look at Josh Reynolds. The Titans should have cut him. Because when the Titans cut him, I, Josh Reynolds I, was a healthy scratch. I didn't say that they shouldn't have cut it. I I, I said that. That Josh Reynolds now has proven that he can bring value to a team. Yeah, it the worst team in football. For, he can. Huh? Like, Josh Reynolds can absolutely bring value to the worst team in football. Yes, that's true. You didn't watch any of the Detroit game, Austin. I know you didn't. Yes, I did. If you watched, if you watched, yes, I did. Zach, I did. Watch Josh Reynolds and the plays he made. They were pretty impressive. They were I better guess. than what Des Fitzpatrick has been doing. Well, of course. Of course, he's better than Des Fitzpatrick because when Josh Reynolds with the like, what are you talking about? And one, that's, I, that's what I'm saying is in the reason 
So the, 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 listen to me, Austin. I, okay? I have been. You haven't been listening to me. Well, because I, I know that you haven't been watching Josh Reynolds. And Josh Reynolds. I watched the damn game yesterday, Zach. Okay. I watched it. I actually did. I watched Red Zone for like four hours. The so Red Zone is not the game. Okay. That is a that is a false statement. What I'm saying, listen to me. I'm not okay? going to spend a lot for of Josh, time on the Vikings Lions game. I'm it was watch a really good game. game. It was a good game. I understand that. <laughs> so that's a, that's a you problem. What I'm saying is God, Josh Reynolds, he was brought in to be the number two wide receiver. The Titans trade for Julio Jones. He all of a sudden turns into the third wide receiver. He doesn't like that. He's hurt. He's not 100% healthy during training camp. And something happens where those two individuals, whether it's Josh Reynolds and the team, start butting heads because unhappiness sets in. They break ways. Well, the Titans didn't realize if they they needed Josh Reynolds. They, they needed him so until you, until everybody got hurt. They didn't need him until AJ, Julio, and Marcus Johnson all got hurt at the same time. That's why you don't. You can't, that's the you NFL. You can't predict that. That's why you signed him, Austin. No, that's not. That's not why. You yes, signed you him. signed him to a cheap deal to create value. You did. That's oh, why they signed God. him. This is so not right. No. Like when you when you had Josh Reynolds, he was a healthy inactive scratch because he didn't provide enough value on offense or special teams, so he was expendable. But then you had four your top 3 receivers all get hurt at the same time. You can't make a move thinking all 3 of your top receivers are going to get hurt at the same time like a month before it happens. That's not how you operate. That's not how life works. It's not linear. You can't just go look back. Hindsight's everything. And hindsight's 2020. You can do that. But that's not how it was working with Josh Reynolds back in October. Because they, they didn't keep him happy. Because he wasn't providing any value. He was either but hurt or they not needed good his value play. against the Texans. They needed his value against the Patriots when they couldn't run their offense. That's because that, that God dang it, man. You can't you can't do this. That's not how you do analysis. It's it's I, retrospective. I, yes, you can. No, it's not. You, oh God, this is so backwards. Like you can't do that. Go backwards like that. It makes yes, no well, sense. Josh, Josh Reynolds has proved that he can have value on a football team, but the Titans did not, in, in some form or fashion, did not uh, groom that relationship correctly. And now all of a sudden, I he he helped them against the Jets. I know that he he, he dropped some passes, but he also made some plays. Is but the guys they have now, as we talk practice squad players, Josh Reynolds is not a practice squad player. He is a lower level starter, right? But now, as you said last week, that they are having to play practice players into starting roles. It is better to play a lower level starter into a starting role, correct? But Zach, when they, when they released Josh Reynolds, he was the sixth game day receiver. Do you understand that? He was the sixth game day receiver. When they and, cut him. And I think, no, it's not about looking back into a time machine, William. It is about looking and seeing why they didn't create value for Josh Reynolds at the time. Because he didn't create value for himself in Nashville. Uh, the relationship is a two-way street, Austin, and I know that. Josh Reynolds had his problems, but also the team made that happen, right? So it, both are in the wrong but now the Titans need it to be right because they have nobody that they can walk out on the field that's worth a damn. 
But Josh Reynolds is at least worth some sort of a damn. Yes, Josh Reynolds is a better starting wide receiver than Des Fitzpatrick. Yeah, nobody's denying that. But at the time when, when the decision was made for Josh Reynolds, he was the sixth receiver. Des Fitzpatrick was still on the practice squad. Josh Reynolds, and so I don't understand why I'm having to argue this so so much, is that you, you can't look back and use hindsight on the Titans should have kept Josh Reynolds because everybody got hurt after he got cut. Like you don't, you can't operate like you think everybody's going to get hurt. I, I, I'm I, all I'm saying, and we can move on. The Titans should have used Josh Reynolds better. The, and and I think they didn't. Josh Reynolds somewhere the relationship went astray. But if the Titans would have used him better earlier on in the season, I don't think that they're at this point without anybody that has any sort of experience starting in the NFL consistently, like Josh Reynolds did in LA. And it was a good contract for the and, team. And guess who he's back with in Detroit? Jared Goff, who knows him very well. So I do think you have to look at that and say, Jared Goff, Josh Reynolds, they don't skip a beat because they go back and throw to each other. And that's where Josh Reynolds had his success early in his career. That, that's the point. All right. So let's go ahead and get to this conversation here. Who's the most dangerous team of these three teams? The Colts, Chargers, or Steelers? All winners yesterday, all wild card hopefuls. Who is the most dangerous of those three teams? Uh, but real quick, let me tell you guys about our friends at Renters Warehouse. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways that you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit to create extra cash flow for you and your family or to get that long-term equity that can help you create long-term wealth and get retirement plan ready all through Rent Estate. Renterswarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords. They do all the work. They're the landlords. You're not the landlord. You just get paid. You just get the money that they go collect. They go find the tenants. They handle the maintenance calls. They handle everything. They price it for you. Uh, that's going to help you and make it more the most beneficial for you. So Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. I think this is a great question, and we're going to dive into it. Uh, getting a lot of comments coming in. You guys download the app today. That is BetMGM. Use a promo code up there on the screen or today for, for new users. Promo code ATOZ200 for a $10 money line wager to win $200 if either team scores a touchdown tonight. Expect there to be a touchdown right there. Download the app BetMGM. All right, so which of these three wild card hopefuls uh, is the most dangerous team? Again, they all won yesterday to improve their stock. Now, the Colts are uh, in a tough spot, right? But you look at what the Chargers were able to do yesterday by blowing out the Bengals. And, and what was an interesting game because the, the Bengals or the Chargers get up 22 nothing or 24 nothing, And then the Bengals storm back and then it was a blowout again. The Bengals are 7-5. and five. They're in the last spot right now at 7th. Uh, I'm sorry, the Chargers are, are in the sixth spot at seven and five. The Steelers and Colts are both in the eight and the nine spot on the outside looking in, but winning yesterday. So which of these three teams is the most dangerous? You've got quarterbacks, Justin Herbert playing well, Ben Roethlisberger, I don't know, Carson Wentz. I mean, they're leaning on Jonathan Taylor quite a bit, but Zach, what are the comments saying about these three teams? Well, it's tough because we have, we have a lot of Titans fans that notorious watch the show because we're based here in Nashville, a lot of people, I think, swallowing some pride and saying the Colts when they don't want to. Dominic says the Colts. Antonio says Chargers are Colts. So, Antonio, you got to answer the question. It's not an or question. Uh, Bolts from Ken. Colts from Jerion. 
Alex says Colts. Jay says Steeler or Jay says Chargers. Louis says Steelers. Eugene goes with Colts. Larry says the Chargers for sure. DJ says the Colts. Chargers. A couple of Colts come in from Mark and uh, Dat Boy Tree. You've got Steven coming in with Chargers. So, I mean, it's mixed, but I think the majority are Chargers and Colts for this discussion. Yeah, and look, the Colts are have won four or five since losing to the Titans on Halloween, and they've won like six of eight um, going back to where they lost the Ravens. So they've been oh, able and Antonio to- comes up. He says that he's, he's now decided. He's picked a side. He's going with the Chargers. All right, fair. Good job there. Uh, to, to correct that mistake, if the if the Colts didn't blow that late lead to the Buccaneers yesterday, that then then we'd be having a different conversation. Last week, <laughs> you know, yeah, last week. Sorry, then we'd be having a different conversation. But for me, it's the Colts are just in such a tough spot because they're ninth in the AFC. I I, I don't. I think if I'm asking who is the least dangerous of these three, I think it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know they just had a big win over the Ravens, but it's a divisional game. Those games are typically typically close, you know, especially when you hate each other like you do with those two franchises. So I think the least dangerous is the Steelers. I think the second most dangerous of these three is the Colts, and the most dangerous is the Chargers, just because the Colts have to have other things happen for them. They have to have the Titans continue to lose. I do think if the Colts get in as a wild card team, or if they do win the division, they can be very dangerous because they play good defense. I, I think Frank Reich is a good coach. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor is a stud. He leads the NFL in rushing. And Carson Wentz, he's not uh I you know what? I would I would put Carson Wentz in the same mold that I put Phillip Rivers in last year. He's good. He's not great. He's he's not below average, but he's good. And I think good quarterbacks on well-put-together teams can win. I think that's been proven before. Yeah. Um, now, the Colts' schedule is not easy. They do have their bye week coming up. They play the Patriots at the Cardinals, right? So those two, the Titans need the Colts to lose at least one more time just to make you feel a little more comfortable. Um, and you got, you hope it's in those two games, Patriots or at Cardinals, the Raiders, uh, the Raiders are just, they fall apart in the second half of the season every year. It's the fourth uh, year in a row. The Raiders have done this, Brad, you're getting the love of the show. Yeah. Because I think this is the smartest comment that we've seen to yeah, date. I agree with that. The Titans don't want to see Indy for a third time. I just like I, don't I think said, they can, like, I, I, I don't really know what it's going to be so hard for the Colts to get a wild card spot because when you look at the, at the standings, they're ninth. So they need the, the bills or Patriots. Both those teams are probably going to make the playoffs, right? Like we feel like they're both but playoff they have teams. an opportunity to gain some ground by beating the Patriots. If they do. Yeah. I just, I don't see both the, either of those teams missing the playoffs, the Patriots or bills, <clears throat> the chargers, Bengals and Steelers are all ahead of the Colts based off of, you know, but what I'm record. saying, I, I think that the Colts again, uh, a, a lot has to happen for the Colts to be a wild card team. A lot has to happen for the Colts to win the division. But like, a lot just, has happened in the AFC so far. I think that, like you're, yeah. you're right. It's unstable. It's an unstable I, conference right now. And and I think with unstability comes chaos. And I think the Colts are 
right in prime position to take advantage of the chaos because they're winning games. They're really good. Like they're playing the best football. And as we just said by Brad, the Titans don't want to see Indy for a third time. I I will. And I'll say this. I would pick the Colts 100% to win that game. If the Titans play them at home, even if it was at home in the playoffs. Yeah. That just seems like a Colts win, and I hate that. Even if the Titans had better their their better players back, that's just a revenge game, right? <laughs> We've seen it all too often, right? But again, in the two in the two wins the Titans have over the Colts, Jonathan Taylor just doesn't get the football. <laughs> like they just don't give him the ball, which makes no sense. I think they've changed their philosophy since then. They how many times did he get the ball against the Patriots? Or against the Bucks? Sorry. Not many well, times. that was a that was a shootout. Like so? you had, to, they were trying to keep up with Tom Brady. He only got sixteen carries. Like you just keep giving. Like you can, it's, it was working. Sixteen carries for eighty three yards. I think it was. Like they yeah, they but, go away from Jonathan Taylor in the game. They lose. They go. But away who's from. the number one run defense in the league, Austin? I guess the Patriots or the Bucks. Sorry, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number one for back to back years. So uh, that that again, there's it was, some stats there. It was working though. But again, in the games the Colts lose, they go away from Jonathan Taylor. In the games they win, they stick with Jonathan Taylor. Now, I don't know if that's because it's working in games they win and it's not working in games I they lose. I just think they were going up against the best run defense in the league. It's hard to get past Vita Vea and Ndamukong Sue and Shaq Barrett. You just, those guys are too good. You Because if you get past them, say hello to Devin White and Levante David. Oh, the Bucks defense now, is great. Now, if you get past those, that front seven, then I think you could do some damage because the Bucks secondary is up and down because of injuries and health. But it's just hard to run on that team. The, the, I think the Colts learned a valuable lesson since that Titan, Titans game, and they've won a lot of games since. Uh, so the Chargers have a lot of winnable games. They got the Giants, the Chiefs, which is a toss-up. At that, home. that Chiefs, that's going to be the defining. That will define the AFC West. I'm not because after the Chiefs game, the Chargers go at Houston, Broncos at Raiders. That's winnable, and so winnable, I, winnable. Yeah, and so I, I think because of the standings and the records and what has already been done this season, the chargers are the most dangerous team of these three because the Colts just have the Colts are probably the best team of the three, but they have so much going against them because of their bad start to the season that I just, I can't put them most dangerous right now because they don't have a lot of things they can control. Yeah. And the, I agree with you. I think the answer is the chargers, but Justin Herbert, who look, I've got Herbert and Austin Adler on my fantasy team. I follow them very uh, thoroughly and detailed throughout the season. <clears throat> Herbert is showing signs of a young, inexperienced quarterback still because the Chargers have had situations this year where they lose to the Ravens 34 to 6. They're not even in that football game. Then they lose to the Vikings, who just lost to the Lions. The Vikings are not a great team. The, the Chargers should be better than them. And then you see that them lose to the Broncos a couple of weeks ago. They got blown out 28 to 13 in which they were never in that game. So that I think is the curious thing with uh, LA, the Chargers, but I do think it's the right answer for this question. Yeah. Now, Hong- it, here's yeah. one thing. Okay. Are we, and I know how you feel about Roethlisberger, but are we not giving enough credit to Ben Roethlisberger as a veteran player 
to and his will to win, as I mentioned earlier in the show? Um, look, he made the plays last night to to get them up right now. In the he did look, his job. He did his job. T.J. Watt's a freak, and that's going to be somebody the Titans are going to have to deal with in a couple of weeks. And that you know, best of luck to David Questenberry, <laughs> or you know, because I think that's the side that he comes off of. So. Um, I, that's where I would have him line up if I were Pittsburgh, but you know, I, we, we've seen this with, with Ben Roethlisberger a couple of times that no, I'm not worried about Ben Roethlisberger because all it is, is Dinkin and Duncan and the receivers for Pittsburgh are not as explosive as they have been in the past. And Roethlisberger is not explosive. And so the offensive line's not great. I like, I like Najee Harris a lot, but he's not got an easy job. And so I, I think the Titans defense is is in a good enough spot. I said this last week while you were out, Zach, so I'll say it again to you. Uh, maybe I said this to you. I don't remember. The Titans defense is good enough to win every game on the schedule. And Ben Roethlisberger, is he the best quarterback left on the schedule? Or is that Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, the problem is their offense has been putting their defense in bad spots. <laughs> right, right. But again, and even then, the defense still somehow forces other teams to kick field goals. And so that's a good thing. It just elongates the game for the Titans offense to get things going. But, but the Titans offense only scores 13 points <laughs> with the yeah. players they are playing with. Yeah, the last two weeks, that's for sure. So, I, you know, is, is, ben, is Roethlisberger the best quarterback of the remaining of the schedule for the, for the Titans? Lawrence, Roethlisberger, Garoppolo, Tua, and uh, whoever the Texans are going to start last week of the season. Yeah, I, I would say that. Because Jimmy G struggled yesterday in Seattle. Uh, yeah, he is. And I, I, to be honest, I don't think they're going to win that game. I'm not going to predict it like right now, December 6th, like weeks before. But that that is a game that the Titans usually don't win. Now, in th- Pittsburgh, yeah. The when's the last time they've won in Pittsburgh? Ooh, do you want to do a trivia game? Sure. What year do you think that is? I, I think I know it. I think the last time they won in Pittsburgh was the season opener in 2013 when Darius Raynaud took a safety in the opening kickoff. Did they win that game? Yes, they won. Because Darius Raynaud took a safety in the opening kickoff. So I remember and they still the, won. They still won the game. I think it was 2000. It was either. We need a year before yeah, I it look it. 2013. 2013 is my final answer. Final answer is 2013. Yeah. Um, Tennessee Titans last win. It's either 12 or 13. I think it's 13. Uh, What are you locking in? My final answer is 13, but it's either 12 or 13. Well, you are correct. 16 to nine on September 8th, 2013. They also (laughs) won in 2000. Oh, that was in Tennessee. Uh, Ooh, before that. Ooh. 2003. <laughs> oh, God. No, they didn't Which is them. what uh, somebody said 2003. I think it was Dom. Dom 30 to 13. So they've they've won twice in Pittsburgh in the last 20 years. Yikes. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a game they, that's a game they lose most of the time. <laughs> but uh, they should be a lot more. They should be healthier. Yeah. By that. <clears throat> right. I All can right. actually tell you that. Uh because uh, the Titans, Darius Raynod, 
white tops over navy blue bottoms. I remember this Pittsburgh too. wore yeah. the traditional black over gold. Yeah, I could have done that one actually. And that Darius Raynaud taking a safety in the opening kickoff of the season is just burned in my mind. I will never forget that. And they won. So it, pr- pretty crazy. All right. A to Z sports here live on this Monday. Let's wrap up this Monday show with bad sales job. I got to win last week. So let's see if I can make it two in a row. Bad sales job Monday. But real quick, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the pulse of fitness. Got a workout later on today. Got one on Friday. Got one today. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. 15 minutes equals five plus hours in the weight room because of full body electronic muscle stimulation. It guys, it actually builds strength and functional muscle, building muscle mass, targeting hard to burn body fat. So it's the holiday season. It's a lot. It's really easy to get out of your routine of fitness. Mandu just being a 15 minute workout that you do once or twice a week can help you stay the track there. So your first workout's always free. And if you tell them A to Z Sports sent you, they'll take 100 bucks off the first month when you try it and when you sign up at mandu.com. Uh, Titans back at home this week, and that means that we will be at the mainstay. They're hosting Jacksonville coming off their bye. So come on out, hang out with us pregame, uh, halftime, and postgame with us live at the mainstay. We got you covered there. It's a great atmosphere. You got two-for-one Mill Creek beers on tap. And watch all the NFL games, or if you're going to the actual game, you come in and stop by before and walk literally right across the street, right there to the mainstay. All right, time for bad sales job on this Monday, where Zach and I each give the other a ridiculous thing that they have to sell. Uh, We each get uh, 30 seconds to do our best bad sales job. I believe the record is 17 wins for Zach, 16 wins for me, and two ties. How we decide who wins is that after we each go, you guys vote Austin or Zach, who you think won. The first uh, of us to get 20 votes for for winning uh, wins that week. So uh, I think I flipped it to you first. So I think now I get mine first. Uh, today, so hit me when you're whenever you're right. All right, I'm going to use some visuals today. Okay, because as long as it's and, not and, TikTok Island Boys, no, it's not the Island Boys. It's not That's the good. Island Boys. Uh, that was a good win. That was I was backed against the corner. I, I really needed a win there. Um, I, I would like to win today, but I'm going to go a different route, and I'm going to go based on what happened yesterday. And you've since. Uh, this is a it's a long play flip flop because you've been on one side for a long long time. I do think that you flip flop to to the right age, but you're going to have to convince us and sell us on why this year's college football playoff, which is the four teams as we know, right? Mm-hmm. Alabama playing Cincy, Michigan playing Georgia, mm-hmm. is better than what this would be in a 12 team where you have Ole Miss OSU, then you would have a rematch against Alabama versus Ole Miss that everybody would probably want to see. Notre Dame Pitt would be in there to play Cincinnati. You've got Ohio State, Utah against Georgia, possibly Baylor against Michigan State, and then Michigan. What that would be a, a possible rematch against Michigan and Michigan okay. State. More football on the college landscape instead of what we have this year. You're gonna have to sell us on that. So why this year's four team? Why, playoff, why tell us why this is not good? 
why that's not as good as what we have. Right? Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm selling the right thing. Okay. Yeah, you are selling that <laughs> this setup, the 12 team, this particular one, right. is worse than just the four team, this setup of what we have now. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, You're going to flip it back over to... Okay, there we go. All right, so let me know when your clock is ready. Great. <clears throat> For this year, the 14 playoff in college football is way better than the 12-team version that you see on your screen right now simply because the last two weeks of the college football season have been insane. Michigan-Ohio State, great game. Oklahoma-Oklahoma State, elimination game. You've got eliminations games in rivalry week, and then you have conference championship game. So that basically works as a three- or five-week playoff because of rivalry week, conference championship, and the four-team playoff. The four teams are in. Those stop, are the best stop, teams. Stop, 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 stop. It's really tough to do that in 30 seconds. <laughs> no, I, 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 there's a lot. I, there's a lot in there. Well, I well, and I was just thinking the, the championship weekend kind of besides Baylor o, OSU, it sucked. They were blowouts. Oh, okay. I gotta get my stopwatch ready. All right. And Billy, you're exactly right. Billy, Billy that's all, gets that's all Zach's it. Trying to do. I'm trying to get old miss in. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um 30 seconds on the clock, Zach. You have to tell us why this morning in Nashville was the perfect opportunity for a convertible drive before the sunrise. The thunderstorms would have been a perfect time for a convertible drive pre-sunrise in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm ready when you're ready. Still got that COVID brain going on? Hold on. The early bird gets the worm, baby. You have to wake up early and you beat the rain. That's why you convertible top down and head east, my friend. You want to see the sun. So I'm talking about leaving bright and early in your convertible. You want to beat that rain. The rain's coming in from the west. That's where it's coming up from the south. You're heading east to the coast, right through Nashville, right through Knoxville, right to the coast to beat all of the rain, to watch the sun right in your convertible, baby. But put the top down, down, down and ride. Down, you're down, you're down. <laughs> oh, okay. Who won that one? Was it me selling college football playoff four teams or Zach selling a convertible drive in the, uh, in, in the, uh, in the thunderstorm? Okay. So, uh, G man, I'm going to wait for some more comments to come in so I don't get screwed by the scroll. All right. So more, who you want vote Austin or Zach? That's all you got to type Austin or Zach. I don't want any other words. <laughs> Besides Austin or Zach, make it easy on me. No other words besides our names, please. Okay, we're starting to pile in. So here we come. Uh, G-Man, one nothing Zach. Mark Beach, two nothing Zach. Three nothing Zach. Four nothing Zach. Five o Zach. Six o Zach. Six one. Six two. Six three. Six four. Six five. 
seven five. Uh eight five, nine five, ten five, ten six. G Man already voted. Ten seven, eleven seven, twelve seven, thirteen seven, thirteen eight, fourteen eight, um, fifteen eight. 15-9. Those are, I mean, that, that looks like you're going to win. I don't think I'm going to just string off 11, <laughs> 11 to row. 4 run. <laughs> Damn it. I thought. I'll take uh, it. Son of a bitch. I thought that was, I thought, how no, I, yourself, I thought it was, it was good. I, I think, thought I, like, I thought mine was way, mine was actually logical. Well, the rain like started said, overnight, dude. <laughs> like, mine, mine was yeah, actually lost. Here's the problem: not everybody lives in Nashville. Not everybody knew, right? No, not everybody I knew guess. the severity of it. Because it, if you were here in Nashville last night, I mean, I it rained all night. Like, all, I think I, I kind of got screwed by that. Because mine actually, like mine, was actually an argument that made sense. Yours I had was one just of those nonsense. a couple weeks ago where I thought that I won and you won by a landslide, which didn't make yeah, any sense. I, I, I'm with. I I'm serious. Like y'all failed me. How could Zach have won that? I, I, hey, that right. They were right. Zach the just chat made was up right. The, Zach just made up where the rain was. I'm that's with what you. a sale. That's what a salesman. Sometimes salesmen's uh, been the truth a little. But bit. Mine actually made sense. Like I had good stuff. You said that we had good games. They were bad they did. games. Michigan no, and Alabama I, weren't even close. Those were the was top up, teams in the. Zach, in the it was. Conference. It was. My point was the last two weeks, rivalry week and conference championship week, were elimination games. Like they were basically playoff games in themselves. And that's why that mine made no, they sense. Weren't. Georgia didn't get eliminated. Not every single one was an elimination. There's only game, four teams, though. That's why. That's why the the argument's not good. Again, <sighs> that, it doesn't matter. But your argument made no sense. You were talking about driving Knoxville where it was I raining. Think you're, you're a little bummer over losing. Zero the chat, the chat reigns supreme, and I mean that pun intended. Oh, reigns supreme. I, I mean, the chat let me down. It was ridiculous. All yeah, right, Corey 18, said he heard sun. There's still no sun in Nashville. Like, there's still zero sun. <laughs> Just ridiculous. All right. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Tuesday. Don't forget the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. We'll have content out all week long this week. A to Z Sports.com for all Titans balls coverage. We got a lot of good stuff up there about the balls, Music City Bowl game matchup uh, with Purdue coming as well. And Buck Rising live tonight, back from Egypt last night. But Buck Rising back live tonight, A to Z Sports primetime at 8 p.m. Central Time. We'll see you guys tomorrow on a Tuesday morning. Have a good one. Adios.